welcome back. No puns allowed. This is a good one. Did I'm excited to share. beer? Yeah, it's like fine wine. Like it's like it's not in a <laughs> sifter, but with like an IPA, I want to know. Damn, I just spoiled some of it. I want to know what I'm getting into. <laughs> is there a little haze? Is there some citrus? I, I could see why that might look weird though. Like, yeah. It's like one of those things you don't know how weird you are until someone calls you on it. And um, now I'm feeling a little embarrassed. But I'm gonna Which keep I think is something we do often on this podcast where we just do a lot of weird things and call each other out on it. Oh, that's good. Um, is it? It's good. You're going to reveal that when we get to, to Picks and Pints. If I remember. Yes, I will. I will um, remind you. It's my job. Also, reminder. What do you think? I got my gear. I, oh, okay. your municipal gear. I am I am like, Lee Corso has the headwear. I'm going to be rocking different like shirts uh, every week. So my municipal gear arrived. This is a plug, but it's also very real. Uh, I, you, you know me. I, golf shirts are my outfit. That, that is like the <laughs> only summer, winter. It, it, it does, <laughs> like I'll sleep in a golf shirt. Like it doesn't matter. Um, these are amazingly... What did I say before we started recording that I, I should, this is like a pillow for like, your arms. You're like, it's so great. I just, I could sleep, I sleep in it. And I was like, I, it is. and you're like, no, no, no. I just meant that I spend all day in it. But I was like, all right, whatever. I, your boat. I'm also wearing the shorts. I'm not going to be uh, standing up because it would be awkward <laughs> and just like be weird. But um, the shorts are like a mix of both like, like you can wear them golfing. You can wear them to the gym. You can wear them in your house. Like I've actually done this and tested and I'm like, what, what kind of shorts? And people are like, oh, those are nice. Like you could wear them in anything. So I'm going to continue rocking. I'm very proud. Like it's just nice to have like nice clothes to wear that I haven't right. worn like a million times for the pod. So municipal shout out to you. And also we'll talk about it, but we did our game day upset hashtag promotion yes. uh, last week. Basically, here's the deal. All you have to do is pick an upset with the betting uh, point spread, of course. Tag us. Game day upset hashtag, and we did have a winner. We had multiple people that picked Rutgers over Boston College, which was not as bad of a game as Iowa, North Dakota State, which was or South Dakota State, whatever the hell state, the thirty-eight punt game. Um, but uh, congratulations to them, and we'll be doing it this week as well. So yeah, and school, if you're cheers. if you are not um, good at betting like myself, um, and you yeah. can't win our giveaway, you can always use No Punts Twenty for twenty percent off your municipal purchases. So please use no punts 20 um, if you stink at gambling, such as myself. Um, You're not bad. You had a bad week. I had the worst week I think I've had in in a really long time. Like, I was down bad. I got to tell you, I was like chasing. I was like, you know what? We need to just <laughs> sit back and just stop and enjoy the football. I, just stop it, Paige. Good, stop trying been, to recover. No, my early season gambling is good because I've been looking at these for six months. And then I get to week two and I'm like, oh no, keep it on the rails. Like you can do this. Like don't, no, don't, don't lose it. So it, stay with it. Right. Like we, we right. will get through I this. Mean, You'll pick winners. To be fair, I'm not going to give up, but it, no. it hurt a little bit. It also, I like forget that like we haven't watched these teams play football. Like it's different when like you're watching like a pro team and like they have the majority of guys coming back. There's not a lot of other distracting things going on with NFL. They get paid to be there. Not that college students don't get paid to be there now. But um, but yes. allegedly they do. Legally, but, illegally, yeah. whatever, whatever the middle area is. We don't yeah. care. But I forgot that, like, okay, things change. And, you know, players can have down years. Things can happen. A lot can be, you know, yes. environment can be a part of it. All of the things. And, yeah, I definitely am glad that I have some football to evaluate teams on now um and go from there so i think i think we're gonna be in a good spot for a comeback so what we do every year after week one and really after every week but week one it's more pronounced because we haven't seen it is we react and overreact mm -hmm. what i'm already tired of Paige, is that the pac-12 sucks like i'm i'm really tired of hearing that i'm defending your conference uh right now yes I thought, because, of course, Oregon got absolutely, oh, my God, that was really bad. Like, really, really bad. What a, an amazing undercash. But that game was horrible. Utah losing to Florida in somewhat heartbreaking fashion. Mm -hmm. Not great. But your Arizona Wildcats did some really good things. Won us some money. Um, like, I don't like when we do the whole, this conference is dead, this, this sucks. Like, 
I get the sample size for football season is really small and, and we don't know a lot to your point, but it's also mm-hmm. like we want to make these massive declarations after 60 minutes and which I'm going to do about Iowa here in a few minutes. Um, and it's a little, I don't like that part of it. Like can't we process and react and commentate intelligently without the Pac-12 sucks? I don't know why that bothered me this weekend, but it did. I think it's just because it's a lazy take. Like we're aware that like, the SEC is well and above the Pac-12. That's not like a hard yes. thing. Do I? Did I bet that that if I thought that Oregon was going to be competitive, I forgot the Bo Nix factor. That's not fair. I totally forgot that yeah, he. I I oh. forgot that like there's two sides of the the coin here. You can have a great defense or one that just didn't show up, and Bo Nix is going to ruin it so Bo Nix Bo Nix and that was terrible but I think even the Utah thing like it just I don't know I did not expect it to be that bad of a beatdown um with with Oregon and Georgia I think a lot of other people did expect that so that's fair but again I I wasn't thinking straight really is what I have to say about that but no I just mean like it to be fair like we know that the SEC is better you know we're not denying that they're better no also, Georgia looks absolutely absurd. I do think it's a little bit of an overreaction to just assume that they're going to be the best in the SEC and in the country. They look great. They're running on all cylinders, but is Oregon that bad that they looked that good? Like, I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm not willing to to jump off whatever bandwagon, but I, I will agree that, like, there there needs to be some chill on the reaction. I will say one, I think, very normal reaction is – that maybe Stetson Bennett, you know, is good at football. And it wasn't just a fluke that he won a national championship. So I um, formally apologize to him. I'm not apologizing to Georgia fans, but I will apologize to him personally for um, expecting less than what we we saw. He seems kind of like that dude, and he seems way more comfortable, and I liked it. Yeah, I think Georgia – let me start with Georgia. I – that was impressive as hell. I don't know what it means because I'm not quite sure how uh, Oregon is with yes. a new head coach, but they looked really fast. They spread the ball around. Bennett played great. He's what, 18 to 1 to win the Heisman now? He was like 90 to 1 during the offseason. Like, so if you I mean, sprinkled, good for you. Yeah, you're feeling pretty good. And and honestly, I I just like Georgia. I think I could say this somewhat safely, and I don't mean this like that Georgia is going to be as dominant as Alabama, but Georgia has become Alabama in a sense that they can lose 15 players to the NFL and still do that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much there's like two teams that can do that. Three teams. Don't, don't. I see you're already ready to. I, that's why I was trying to label that with disclaimers of like, it's not Nick Saban. You have to do this for like 12 years to truly be Alabama, but like to lose that much talent and still deliver that kind of it's years of recruiting it's proper player development it's incredible roster management like it is there's there's like one other team that can do that right now yeah and and it's Alabama but take Alabama out of the equation and like we've only had one game let's wait till Georgia plays for sure some 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 dudes you know but they're not Um, gonna play some dudes for a while while. that's the other thing their schedule it's gonna be really weird reaction city for a while on that which is fine I was no it is but I was looking at that this week hold on I want to pull this up not you Georgia State we'll talk about you in a few minutes um Georgia plays Samford R.I.P. at South Carolina I don't know maybe Kent State, at Missouri, Auburn, Vanderbilt, and then uh, Florida, not home, home versus Tennessee, at Mississippi State, at Kentucky, at Georgia Tech. That schedule kind of sucks. It, it Like, it just kind of sucks. Like, and maybe that won't. Maybe Florida will be good. That's another overreaction we can have that they're, they've got an awesome quarterback who is a great deal of fun to watch. But I will say, like, Georgia, I – I was impressed. That's not an overreaction. I was just no. not sure you could do that. Like, that was unbelievable what they did. That I thought was a proper reaction, that Georgia is good. And they they did recover and sort of have the Alabama-esque start after losing a bunch of guys. I will say that's fair. But I... Um, I, I, I want to... Now I want to talk about the opposite of impressive, which is my Iowa football Hawkeyes. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's kind of impressive. Well, 
seven the points. The way that they scored. The, the, yeah, the Ferentz way. Two safeties and a field goal. There, <laughs> Ten punts for 479 yards for Iowa. That's impressive. Yeah, I was good punter for Heisman. That was, yeah. that was a big, that was a Twitter overreaction, and I liked it. So I think, um, I, I don't want to bore people with this game because it was a travesty. Um, what, what really pisses me off as a fan, Paige, is like, you're, there's a lot here. You've got dad and son who coaches the offense, who has had five years of very mediocre offenses. They did not change. They did not evolve. It's the same quarterbacks. It's the same everything. How you can stay complacent. Uh, we do this in life where you do the same thing over and over again and you get the same goddamn results. Like, I, what do you expect is going to happen? The definition like, of insanity. It is the definition. Now, I'm going to do this slide. South Dakota State's actually a pretty good team. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, South Dakota State actually is pretty good. Like, I, I think... I've got thoughts on Iowa football for next this Saturday, uh, by mm-hmm. the way. But I this game, like, I can't tell you how many people reached out to me via text or DM or Twitter and was like, like, I, I had nothing to say other than I'm sorry that you're wasting a beautiful Saturday and watching this <laughs> football game. Uh, it was really painful and kind of beautiful at the same time. So what you're saying is that out of the two of us on this podcast, I have the better football team. You might got a like, top twenty-five vote. Hey, I mean, but like, I—that's awfully. I gotta say, like that was a re- that was one of the more impressive, surprising wins of Week One, Arizona. Yeah. Like, they were explosive. Um, there's a couple of mistakes along the way, of course. Yeah. Um, but Fun like, we don't. Yeah. No, but like that was a great win. You got to feel pretty good about your football team. I do. I feel very happy about the situation. I'm not going to overreact um, and say that we're the best in the the Pac-12 and that maybe the Big Ten should consider us instead of, you know, a trash football team that lost to Georgia um, or, you know, Washington, you know, maybe look at Arizona as a as a real addition. I wouldn't say that to the Big Ten, but if they were listening, I would I would think it'd be something you'd consider, you know? Um. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I have nothing. Um, You're like, Paige, sometimes I, you can just I, I take just, something seriously. No, 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 no. No, I, no, no. Yes. It's, it's the best, but I also appreciate the top 25 vote that we got. So that as long as we just keep pushing, I I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Um, let's go. Ra- let's keep going rapid fire through the week, and then we'll talk about yep. week two and other things. Clemson, Clemson, um, Clemson. That's it. That's all Clemson. Clemson. What do we do with this? Like, um, DJ is lost a lot of weight, which they said about 800 times on the broadcast. What the yeah. hell? Um, was wild. The offensive line was bad. The wide receivers were not great. No separation. They dropped some balls. I'm not defending DJ, um, who I've covered, and frankly, who I want to do very, very well. Like, yes. personally, I want him to succeed. However, Paige, they put in the true freshman okay. in – Garbage time, Kate Klubnik, who yes. people that got a huge ovation from the Clemson fans. And I know it's garbage time. It, the, the offense looked immediately better. This has a defined conclusion, does it not, of where we're heading with this? Like, to I, you? I would bet by the time they get... I would think that DJ is going to probably struggle against Wake and then... They play, I think, NC State next. After Here, that I've one. got, Let's I've start. got your schedule. So you you've got, got you've got Furman. Then okay, which then, by the way is going to be more garbage time for the backup QB, who's probably going to post big numbers. Which, um, you know, Michigan knows something about Louisiana Tech, and then you've got at Wake, Wake and, and then, then NC State. NC State. So, um, I would I bet just, by NC State that it's an actual conversation before that game in terms of a starter. I know because they they reiterated DJ's our guy. I know you know he looks he's not making some of the mistakes he made last year. Um, so they've reiterated that on their end. Um, but I I would be interested to see if if during that wake game there isn't some sort of conversation because I don't think that'll be any sort of garbage time for anybody. And it'll be a first test for really how good and how much has he adjusted um, to some of the mistakes he made last year. Also, the offense not using Will Shipley more is kind of maddening. He's their best player. I thought he was great last year. 
I think he had like nine touches to late in the game. He should be touching the ball like regularly, like like a lot <laughs> more than he is. Um, there's just some weird stuff. They they have not. This is something that you know Twitter mentions a lot, but there's truth to it. They have not embraced the transfer portal. It's not Dabble's way to really no. dive into it. They took and like zero players. I right? think I th- I think it shows. Like they are not. Yeah explosive like they're just not defensively they're great by the way defensively that is going to be a massive problem they are great offensively they look like iowa except they scored 40 points versus like none so maybe not that bad but bad (laughs) i'm glad you tried to make yourself feel better about that situation i did it didn't work um but i i do think ultimately the backup quarterback is is going to happen speaking of backup quarterbacks but i did not write this down but uh michigan Let's do a a J.J. McCarthy, Cade McNamara watch. Boy, I think J.J. McCarthy is going to be the guy. Um, Didn't start. Uh, McNamara looked off and was weird, and it just maybe this whole thing is getting to him, and I understand it. It's unorthodox. McCarthy comes in, is immediately successful, now gets a start against Hawaii, and they're a 50-point favorite. Yeah. Does it feel like McCarthy feels like the guy at this point? Well, there's like a conspiracy theory on the internet that like Harbaugh chose him to go against Hawaii in order to like pad the stats and really make it look good for his start and make it so like he didn't actually have to make a decision. He just like compared the two and was like, all right, look, this guy's better. So we're going with that. Cause that's who he wants to go with, but he's not cutthroat enough to actually make that call himself. Um, there's nothing in the Bible to help. It's not like Colorado. Yeah, yes. It's not like Colorado state. It's not like they played Alabama. It's like, and like you, you yeah, go no, here too, but you I, know, but to be fair, Colorado state versus Hawaii. Um, I don't know. I can't remember what he made. I don't know if he knew I was going to be this bad when he made the call. But either way, that point spread, by the way, currently is 50. Is it still 50? I don't know, but let's see. It is 50, 51 and a half. That is, um, that is a large number. I mean, it's doable. Um, and then as we move through, uh, week one, Brian Kelly. Let's talk about LSU, Florida State. Let's just talk about it. I first of all, egg on my face, egg on my face, for that that pick. Okay, um, just I mean, there's just so much to to take in here. First of all, excellent college football game for us. Just oh yeah, perfect. E- everything about it was college football-y. and it was like such a boring game until it wasn't, and I was like, all right, this is great. Um. What what do we want to digest first? Do we want to digest that like this is buddy, this is bad? Yes. For LSU? Okay. Let's start <laughs> yeah, with buddy, buddy, this is buddy, bad. Buddy, this is bad. You had the the list of bad or you had your best one of your best defensive players tear his ACL um celebrating, right? Um so that's bad. Uh you had Jaden Daniels look like he was just kind of running for his life the entire night because they just yep. couldn't protect him. And he made some plays. Yep. That is like, that is like the Jaden Daniels collegiate experience was that game. Actually, a, a fair, it, that's so like, accurate. A fair amount There's of no good. protection, no protection, just running around, does some really good things. Um, <laughs> and then obviously special teams, disaster, like disaster. And you can't, have that so okay so and guys deleting stuff on social media after making it all all this spectacle like just atrocious but um the best part dot 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 the press conference the press conference moment yes you go ahead the balls on this reporter so in brian kelly's press conference this week there was a reporter that was late and he said you know we usually have like a jar that we put stuff then in in the kitty for when people are late um, and the reporter responded, well, if you win a game, I might not be late. I, I, at first I thought it was like a joke. Like I thought that this was like a prank that somebody was playing on him. What? I mean, that's hilarious. We talk about, about all the time about those like Monday pressers and how they're so boring and they're all coach speak. Like way to shake that up. Way, maybe, maybe Brian Kelly is under the impression that no publicity is bad publicity based on his like, fake Southern accent, the dancing with the recruit, and now this. I Maybe he paid the reporter to do it. I don't know, but that that was some good content. And, buddy, those are some cojones you have to to do to say that to a coach. 
Okay, so yes, I would never say that. It, it actually, I had to watch that through my hands. I'm never good at watching those videos. I'm like, um, I'm just like, oh no. Um, he is not at Notre Dame anymore. Clearly, uh, this is a this is a school and a program that fires national championship coaches with great regularity. And so when you lose to Florida State on a blocked extra point, it's not going to go well. It doesn't matter if it's game one or game 10 or game 100. And I, so this may not go great. Nope. I um, think he's a really good coach. But I the fit has just felt weird from the start. Yes. But they're not going to be immediately better. The fit it's has been weird since the start, like you said, and I, it's not Notre Dame anymore. Like he was living in a, in sort of a bubble that was very like that brand is so different than LSU. Like SEC football is such a different brand than what you're going to get at a Notre Dame where you're an independent and you know, you have all this history that you rest on and you know, the expectation is a little different. Um, but, I mean, props to this guy for really giving it to him. Because he was roasting him. And, and his it's kind defense- of a shithead comment, though. Like, like okay, it's funny. Like, journalistic Twitter was debating this last night. So I'm sorry to turn this into, like, a serious, like, no. Northwestern journalism student discussion. Um, Brian Kelly's trying to make a joke. Bad joke. Like, most of his jokes. Yeah. And it's like... I don't know. Do you really need to say that, man? Like, it is funny. And no. But but like I, I don't know. Like I, I just could never do this. I would I, never I would never do it to a coach. I would never do it to anybody. Here's like, the other I, thing though, a that buddy, nobody, maybe. Nobody would have ever done that to Coach O. Well, Coach they're O probably would have like kicked uh, their body slammed ass. him. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. So to the point of like we've we've talked about this before, like not everyone particularly cares for him, and I'm sure people that, you know, cover that team didn't necessarily want him to be their coach because of, you know, he's not one of them kind of, and he's associated with another brand for so long that it kind of, I don't know, maybe there's some bad blood there, but yeah, no, it was definitely an unprofessional thing to do and I would not recommend it. But um, now that coach O is no longer a coach, he is able to say as much unprofessional things as he wants to say and it to the benefit of us. Because he was doing an interview and talked about the process of him being fired. And he said, when they sat him down and said, Coach, we're going to pay you, set your, um, you have 17.1 left on your contract, and we're going to you, pay it to you. And he said, what door do you want me to leave out of and at what time? And that is probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Because we talk about this all the time. There are a number of guys that are being paid not to coach at schools. Oh, but they're yeah. not proud of it, and they're not bragging about it. Coach O's, like, totally openly bragging about it. And it's amazing. Um, but that's, like, we're getting, like, the real Coach O. Like, as, even when he was at LSU, we still did get, like, some stuff that, like, other coaches definitely would not say publicly. But we this is, like, the best version of Coach O because I think it's just safer when he's not around a program and can say stuff like this and talk about his experiences because it is – hilarious that he is like bragging about being rich for not coaching that football team. And, and it's funnier because LSU is in such a shit place still. Oh yeah. It's that buyout life. Like that's the, that is the good life. Like, and he had a sweet deal. You don't have to like get another gig immediately. You could just take 17 million and go away. You won a national championship. He had his, you know, uh, his crack at this thing in his home state and got it and did it. With probably the greatest team of our lifetime, or one of yeah. certainly non non debatable. Yes. So, yeah, he's in a position now where he can say whatever the hell he wants because he's, if he's going to coach again, it'll be as a a uh, like a wise recruiter, and he'll make millions of dollars to do so. Or for him, he'll probably just chill and do coach O stuff. Just do coach. Um, o. You know what? Get paid for being coach O. I think really that's. Yes. What he should do. The hashtag influencer life because he yes. is, he could make so much money. Um, but one thing that's like semi-affiliated with this, not on the dock, semi-affiliated with this, but not really, is that I saw that because Joe Burrow was at the Ohio State game and at the LSU game. And 
there was a thread about like, oh, I don't really care for Coach O and a lot of people are Coach O for Joe Burrow. And I'm just here to say that that's not going to be a thing. So let's all oh like, boy. let's not hate someone for being good. Um, I just want to remind everyone that this is a pro Joe Burrow podcast. So just so it's a know. very pro. I to, I have my fantasy football draft tonight. Um, and Ooh. yeah, I still do it. I won my league last year. <laughs> just just saying. Um, and me too. I don't I don't really follow fantasy all that in in intensely. I usually just draft young players that I've either written about or covered. So Jonathan Taylor last year. Yes. Najee. That was helpful. Yep. Najee. Najee. The pick before me and I was real oh. pissed about that. Yeah. I've got pick number three, which I'm sure I'll screw up. Um, thinking, thinking Christian McCaffrey though, and I'm sure I'll get hurt, but still, uh, I, I want to do that. So I'll give a full report on my fantasy draft. Um, very excited. Love about that. Cause I mean, yes. People don't hear enough about everybody's fantasy team. I, you know, that's why I never, I've even forgot. I'm the commissioner of our league and I've been, it's there, there's been a lot going on. You can attest to this. It has yeah. been a very busy two weeks of writing and Buddy, all we're sorts tired. of stuff. We're we tired. are tired. We got to tell you yeah. this today. I was like, <laughs> I woke up and I was in such a good mood because we were recording the podcast, but it's been like week one, definitely like smacked me in the mouth. And I was like, all right, well, not just gambling yes. wise, but like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You, the build up to week one is always pretty intense, so I am very, very tired, but excited too. Um, all right, speaking of, we can we can move on to week one ish things. Sam Hartman is back. That is not a week one thing. That is just an awesome thing. Um, blood clots turned out to be the situation. He had surgery. He got him removed. He only missed one game. You saw the point spread this week against Vandy jump up about I believe a touchdown. Um, I love watching him play. This felt like it was going to be a longer term injury when they announced it. Like it, and yeah. I'm glad it's not. We were he's crushed. One of, oh, we were crushed. Like he's one of the best players in college football. Like he's one of the best college football players for a really fun team that's done some really fun things. So I, so, I'm just excited to watch him. Me too. This is my official petition that he should be a guest on our podcast this year. I think he fits the mold. I do a too. guy that would be no puns allowed worthy. So uh, I this agree. is my official call to have Sam Hartman on our podcast. I feel I, like he would I, be an excellent guest. I want to ask him about their little read option they do. It, it Like when you watch it, it looks like he's handing the ball off every the single time. The best is that it you're looks doing the very motion. Miserable. I oh, yeah. love that you're uh, doing the motion. Like, I like this. <laughs> I, if you do not watch this podcast on YouTube, you like, have got to do it. I'm sorry. You just yeah. miss little cute and I just I like, can't. like like but he just and he like follows it and dips and it's like it would be so annoying as a defensive coordinator. Was it Army last year? He did it like 400 times for like a thousand yards. Um, yeah, yeah, if you want to see me sniff beer and do fake handoffs, like please YouTube. watch on YouTube. But please, so, Sam, so, I hope you don't hear that part of it. Just we're yes. normal. We're no, totally no, no. normal. Yeah, we're that's normal not a great podcast. sell for his involvement. Yeah. Sniffing beer is very normal. And keep it very professional. He's old enough to drink, so that's fine. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Week two. We we segue into week two, and I want to talk about Steve Sarkeesian. <sighs> um, so <laughs> the, my, <laughs> my biggest takeaway Sark sounds like a man that knows he's about to get absolutely shit canned in a football game. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to be careful shit canned on a football field. Here's the quotes. It's one game, you know, it's a chance for us to do what we love to do. I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is thinking this is going to be a game that's going to define our program. Quote one, quote two, all along my goal is to be in Dallas on December 3rd. This game has no impact on that. I want to play really well. I want to make sure uh, that our guys play our style of football and our brand of football and do what it, uh, do it the way I know we're capable of doing. Hard to read. So that's not great. It's real talk, right? It's real talk. But as someone saying on the other side, I don't have the quote is like, yeah, I'm going to pretend like I don't know him like Terminator shit. Like I'm like, yeah, like whatever, man. Sark was a good, but like I, this don't matter. We're, let's play some football. So Steve Sarkeesian is limping into this game. Do yeah. you care? Does it matter? I well, so we've talked about this. I originally was supposed to go to this game. My brother was going to law school there and deferred a year and decided not to. So we, I'm also very happy that I will not be present at this game because it's going to be a thousand degrees. 
during the day. Yes. And it's you're right. It's going to be kind of a, a shitstorm for Texas. I feel like it's going to be a tough day. Like the good news, though, the Texas fans, I'm sure, will be well um, hydrated. But you're going to need to be because it's going to be quite the the beatdown. I got to admit, 11 a.m. games all the way. When we write about football games, that 11 a.m. slot is just wonderful. Like on a <laughs> completely selfish level. This is selfish. This is about me. All good teams. Everyone hates 11 a.m. And I'm like, everyone was complaining about this in the offseason. I was like, oh, thank God. We got a UFC pay-per-view at night, page. We got some fun West Coast games. Like, yeah. there should be some of these involved. So, yeah, it's going to be a billion degrees. And I do give Sark. Like, Sark is right. Like, I'm going to you know, come back and say like, he's, he knows what's a, probably about to happen here. And if Texas makes this fun, then that would be awesome. By the way, yeah. I would love to see Texas keep this competitive, but I think he realistically like Texas should not be in this game. They are not a program right now no. equipped to handle Alabama. I think they actually could be like, I am very pro Sark and pro Texas that Same. if they keep recruiting like this in a couple of years, like you can have a conversation about this game. It just, it just doesn't feel like right. Yeah, and I would say that I think because it's Texas, there's going to be a lot of overreaction. But again, it's like you're – it's like looking at Georgia and Oregon. Like you have to understand that Oregon isn't in a place, obviously, to be playing with Georgia, who is the yeah. defending national champion. And Alabama's Alabama. Like you can't yes. – you cannot – yeah, it's going to be tough. And yeah, historically, program-wise, it's really cool to have this matchup. But again, I think to your point, it's going to take a few more years. And I do have faith that they'll get get there, especially when you're – at some point, everybody gets tired, unless you're Vandy, I guess, getting kicked in the mouth in the SEC. And yes. the, Texas has the resources to really make it a better yeah. thing and being and joining the SEC. So I think – yeah, I would say it's probably going to take a bit. But I do I, think there's going to be a step in the right direction. I don't think it's as terrible as it has been. Or ha- was for a year at least. No, 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 no. They're like Texas. Look, Quinn Ewers is is really talented. They've got some really good players. They got a lot of young kids ac- across the offensive line, which is probably not great um, in this game. Yes, uh, um, particularly not great. I do want to say uh, that Mrs. Sarkeesian um, is definitely a winner. She is has the best outfits for every game and has gone famous on the internet for her um, attire. So she I just, did not know this. She wins the internet every week because she just kills it. She has the best fashion sense I've seen in college right. football. Well, outside of Miss Terry and her scarves, of course. Um, it's, but it's kind of awkward googling Steve Sarkeesian wife. wife. Like, yeah, that is. That's just like but kind she, her of, like, outfits are just ten out of ten. She's a fashion icon. Oh, she does have great fat. Like yes. Yeah. Like, she has fun with it. It's like she's, like, dressing in theme for the, like, country theme, but she makes it, like, classy. I like it. No, that is very good. No, I, um, by the way, so by the time you listen to this, there'll be a profile up of one Will Anderson that we worked on together, that we've been working on a long time. Um, That was a great deal of fun to write. And if you want to hear more about, I think, the best football player in America and his family and... Just how freaking good he is. Go to Bleacher Report. Check it out. That is an absolutely shameless plug. What's your favorite part of that story? Because I'll tell you mine um, is you. I, uh, I had a conversation with Will. I talked to him for about 35 minutes. And I did not expect... Like I, We've done interviews with, I don't know, literally dozens of Alabama players. Profiles on probably more than 10 over the years. And I've never talked to someone who is more just connected with who they are. And like, I think he was surprised when I asked him, like, what do you like to do when you aren't playing football? Mm -hmm. What do you do when you want to chill? And I've asked that question before, by the way, I love talking to college kids about what they do outside of like playing football. Normally it's a play video games or like, I just love football. And he talked about like, I love nature and I want to be near the water and I like to be in the lake and I like to fish. And like, that is so cool because I'm kind of like that. Like, I find my peace outside by myself listening to music. He talked about the music he listens to, just chill. So you see this dude on this field who is like a human wrecking ball, and then you see him, like, away, he's like the opposite person. I thought that was pretty neat. That was my favorite detail of that. Yeah. I enjoyed the little anecdote you have about 
him coming to Alabama and Alex Leatherwood. Yes. And basically being told that he was going to fuck him up in practice. And he was like, oh, okay, I'm at Alabama. Like, this is why yeah. I came here. Um, yeah. I thought that was great. And also, I love the fact that, like, his sisters mean so much to him and yeah. are a huge part of why he's successful. So definitely check that out. Oh, it's, um, it's awesome. I, it will be, and also, he's amazing to watch play football. Well, yeah, that like, too. Hey, by the like, way, it's really good football well, no. player. I am, like, Texas. This is where Texas, like, you can't deal with someone like this. Like there's just no, I don't know. Nobody really deals. Did with you see his like quote? This. No. Oh, you didn't see it. Okay. So he, somebody asked him about playing Texas and he said he likes to like go out. He loves obviously going after quarterbacks. And he was like, but new guys, I really enjoy going after. And I was like, Oh, poor buddy. Oh they're, no, they're, they're good night. Good night. It's night, night. so hard. And the rest of the Alabama defense looks really good too, by the way. I mean, Kicking this shit out of an 11-win team from a year ago. Um, Utah State, who, you know, clearly is not as good as they were. No. No, but it's impressive. Like, and, and look, I know you have a pick in this game, so we could save some of it. Let's talk, let's talk Florida, Kentucky. I, um, yeah, look, we, we didn't really talk Florida much. Uh, what a win. Mm-hmm. And now you have a situation, the Gators are a six-point favorite in this game. Uh, you've got a young quarterback. I really like Billy Napier. I like listening to him talk. I believe that he's going to take this program to great places. Like I, when we look at this off season with Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley, Napier was kind of a footnote. And the more you hear, just the more you're like, okay, like they really have a dude that can probably take them like, like regain some of that program stature that they lost. So um, thoughts on this game as a whole. Like Kentucky's been a pain in the ass. And I mean that in the best possible way for SDC teams, including this one last year. So what do you think about this game? Yeah, I think it's nice to see Anthony Richardson play well and them have, like Florida have a good quarterback. Like I feel like we've over the past couple of years just really had, especially like I know Florida fans like turned on their quarterbacks in yes. the last couple of years and been kind of harsh on them. Like I... I'm happy for them. And um, overall, like, I did not expect them to lose to Utah. I just did not expect them to lose. Or win against Utah. I didn't expect Utah to lose. That's a solid win. And then you're playing a good Kentucky team. Like, okay, maybe Florida, like, still. They're definitely not going to win the SEC. But, Okay, they could be relevant again and good. Also, weird to see Dan Mullen on t- television talking about college football. It's just he's so pretty good story. though. He's pretty good. He is, like, but it's just funny to watch um, when they go from like you go from one extreme to the other, where it's like you're in it and you're enjoying it, and you know the press is funny, the press reaction to him is funny, and then for him to be on that side now is kind of humorous. I, but um, I, I was impressed with with Florida's performance. I really was. I am curious. So we talk about. Uh, Richardson, but obviously Will Levis got a ton of offseason hype when you look at quarterbacks. Had a really good first game against Miami, Ohio, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Um, but I'm curious what we get there with him. Like, it's a big, it's a fun game. Like, this this rivalry has gotten a little too close, I think, if you ask Florida fans over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a really fun game. Um, I don't have, I don't think I have a pick in this game for picks and pints. So do you have a do you have a lean? I kind of like Florida. I know it's kind of hangover city, but I still six. On this game? Six is the spread on this one. I need to check. Yeah, so six is the spread. Um, yeah, I kind of like Florida. I think I don't think this is the same Kentucky team as a year ago as well. Yeah, I would. I would safely bet Florida. Um, let's move to another game. Uh, it's kind of a weird week. There's not. Uh, that the highest profile game has a three touchdown spread, but there's some really fun, like teach us who these teams are games below. Tennessee Pitt is another one of those games. Tennessee is a six point road favorite, and so I'm struggling with this game because mm-hmm. the consensus I, when I'm talking to people, Paige, is that Tennessee is probably going to just obliterate Pitt, not obliterate, but beat Pitt. So, and I kind of feel that way too. Um, I do I'm, too. I'm, I'm struggling. I don't, again, not a pick for me, but it's, well, it's, a, hard, it's a game. Well, it's that, hard to have faith in Tennessee. Like, I'm sorry. Like we've seen glimpses, but I think, and now obviously I'm not, I can't bet against the SEC anymore. <laughs> I've really, I've learned my lesson. 
Um, even the, the mid-tier teams and lower teams are still superior in other ways. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, I would say, Tennessee on this front. I don't – is it – where is it at? Is it at Pitt? It's at, it's at Pitt, yeah. And Tennessee is six-point favorite. Like, that's a fair amount of oddsmaker love and public love, obviously. But I need Hooker. I, I, he throws a beautiful football. Like, I – if they can – run the ball like they did. Again, it's ball state. So you talk about overreaction city, <laughs> there's, but, but there's just a lot to like. And then with, with Pitt, like the West Virginia game was kind of a mess. Um, they shouldn't have won that game. Um, I don't know what the takeaway is other than I think Pitt lost two really key players. And I thought Slovis played okay. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what he does here. Um, I don't know. I've been back and forth on this one. But I, I do think that there's a big orange wave of people ready to just pounce on Tennessee football being remotely good. And they might be. They actually could be a really tough out the way this offense looks like it's going to play. Yeah. Hey, like I said, I'm not going to go against the SEC anymore. I've learned my lesson. All right. What about it's painful. BYU Baylor? Now, this is the most interesting game this week. This is the most interesting game this week, in my opinion. I know Tennessee and, or uh, Texas and USC is uh, Jesus Alabama. Christ. I'm thinking <laughs> about all been the rough national in terms cha- of words. Uh, I mean, I can't. We we've, we're having a rough day today, but that's okay. To, okay, I'm thinking about all the national championships I've won, like some combination of these teams, right? So this is a football <laughs> game that I really, I, I'm really excited about. BYU and Baylor, yes. BYU and Baylor, because honestly, they like. BYU was awfully impressive. That was the easiest cover page last week that I had. Mm-hmm. I laid 12 points against South Florida. South Florida is really bad, by the way. Um, and then Baylor retooled, reimagined a lot of new players. So I know you are the Baylor representative. I believe this is our, on our locks, too. We'll keep the, the predictions limited. Mm-hmm. But this game's in Provo, which I want to just take a quick pause. Have you ever seen a game in Provo? I have not been, been to, to a game there, no. It is the coolest, it's, you know, the whole no alcohol thing, and I don't really get along that well, but it is the coolest (laughs) environment. Oh, yeah, no, no, I would not last there very long. But in terms of just general optics and presentation with the mountains in the backdrop, there's nothing like it in college football. Like, it is a must on the list to see. Interesting. Yeah, the friends that I have in in Utah are Utes, so it'd be pretty uh, offensive but I feel like seeing the oh it's, I don't think you can call it the Holy War anymore but whatever um still the Red River Shootout yeah just just whatever we, Utah we BYU would be a fun game we, to watch yes. um I feel like going to a why oh, see why will we it's just it's, why will we <laughs> why will we but I am for the sake of this podcast I'm gonna get us back on track Baylor and BYU Baylor baby I'm. I'm living for Baylor, living for Baylor, okay. waiting for Oklahoma State to see if I'm going to jump ship and and take that. But Baylor, baby, I want to quickly go through the slate of games. You know, I love to do this where I just because yeah, I just football. ooze football. I just called you shit. Like, what is happening? It's fine. I don't didn't care. Drink we're, anything we're good. Before this no, I, I did, but that's not the reason. <laughs> Oregon State, Oregon State, Fresno State, nine thirty Central Time. Really good game. Really is, fun game. What's like, the What's the spread? Pick them. Oh, it's a delightful book. Like, I, I'm going to be better. a delightful on that. game. Yes, it, that is a delightful game. This slate is not great. No. I want to watch Kansas versus West Virginia. You know, I'm desperate when I want to see how much better Kansas is. The spread is less than two touchdowns. Yeah. Kansas might not be total dog shit. Like, really? Mm. No, they might be. They might be okay. You're still Houston, telling Texas yourself that Tech. that's going to work out, but um. Oh no! Yes, yes, I am bringing that one, like cheating that one home. Um, App State versus A and M. I want to watch that football game because, okay, real quick, perfect segment into uh, picks and pints, and um, <clears throat> here we go. By the way, this is a noon whistle. It's kind of like a White Sox version, the gummy isky. That's all they do is like gummy apocalypse, gummy. It's really good IPAs. Noon Whistle, if you're in Chicago area, please do that. So I got in early. My locks of the week on BR finished seven and two, which is like there's not many weeks during the year 
that I finished seven and two. This is not even humble brags, just brags. But I appreciate it. My first two games were Pitt, uh, Purdue losing by a half point to Penn State horribly. And then I had App State plus one and a half. Paige, they go for the two-point conversion. They miss it. They're down uh, by one. I'm watching this game with my dad, who I'm like, this is great. This is that is an ideal thing. Like, they missed it. Like, we're good. They return the fucking onside kick for a touchdown. Like, and there was nothing to say in that room. If, that, if you're ever around someone that loses a horrible bet, don't laugh. Don't point it out. Just let the silence, like, like I was smelling my beer. Like, let that silence of a disappointing bet just take over so, and, and let it linger. My brother did that for me this weekend because he knew. He was just like, I'm not going to say to the I'm not going to upset her. I'm not going to continue on that. That game, though, that line moved more than I've seen a line move yes. in terms of favorites and all of that leading up to the injuries. Game. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was a roller coaster of a line. So really there were a ton of people sweating that out because some people got, I think it was app state plus one and a half and some people got UNC. Um, oh yeah. It swung eight. like four swung. and a half yeah. points. Yeah. And so like there were so many betters just sweating the end of that. And it was just the ugliest of ugly. And I was it, just, I was mad. Except for the, so except for the over both teams hit the over. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right, let's do it. Picks and pints week two. Um, you had a rough week. Yeah. I, on these picks were just okay. Cause I had two of the losing picks. So I was above 500. You were below 500. You like that? That's like the marketing terms for it. Thanks. Um, <laughs> You want to start going? I don't like that we start going head to head on two games. Like it's just immediate friction. But let's do it. Let's start um, with those two. Uh, Stanford plus eight and a half versus USC for me. And you are on the other side. You are on USC minus eight and a half. Yes. Versus Stanford. This point spread. When I look through, I start looking through Sunday, Sunday night, Monday, surveying the scene. This line has just reached out, page and grabbed me. And pulled me forward. What? That? Feeling no, my just, nice I love your chest? I love your description of this. Um, it is... This is the Oregon game from last year reincarnated. Tanner McKee, someone I've profiled like five years ago, and he's still in college because he did his mission, and now at Stanford, he's pretty good, is going to be a problem for Lincoln Riley. This is not just plus eight and a half for me, Paige. This is... I think they're going to win. I think Stanford's going to. I'm going to be sprinkling money line here on Stanford. Um, like this is. I can't believe this you is Lincoln up Riley Oregon and Stanford from last year because you know that I won. Oh yeah, great yeah. money on that. Um, so I know that's why I'm surprised you're not. On I know, but I because the sprinkle I, side because it's more because I. This is why I don't side with Oregon. You see what happens when I side with Oregon. Um, usually I'm I'm against Oregon. That's really yes. my thing. It's my shit. So, but, but 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 no, I'm you're with, on USC. I, yes, I'm on USC all the way. I think. Um, I think they're going to win the conference. I think they're going to be pretty dominant, and I, I, I do think they'll they'll cover it by more than a touchdown. So all right, so so we are going head to head there, and and we are going head to head here. You have Baylor plus three at BYU. I'm going the other side, but we already kind of broke the game down. But what do you like in this one with the Bears? Well, what's interesting to me is like you brought up it's at BYU is what you said, right? Yes. So I'm pretty sure that's why the line is what it is. Not it based is. on like, it's just based on environment. And I will say you were correct about the Florida or the Florida environment being a factor for Utah, but I don't think that this environment is going to make that big of a difference for Baylor just because of, well, I mean, look who they're coached by. That is, that's calm, cool, and collected. Namaste. I don't, I, Namaste I don't like Aranda. betting against him. Yeah. So I, I personally feel like it'll be, um, the Baylor Bears taking on the W. Jaron Hall is becoming one of my favorite college football players to watch. The quarterback of BYU. Yeah. He's he he runs around. It's Zach Wilsony uh, in in a good way. He he makes plays. Just a lot of fun to watch. They obviously had to replace a huge piece on piece on offense at running back, and they did so by averaging eight yards a carry. I think they're playing Baylor at the right time, but I I will say I don't like betting against them at all. Um. Okay, next up, what do you have? You have Oklahoma State minus 11 versus rival, page rival, Arizona State. Yep. Interesting. 
I'm taking, uh, you guys, I'm taking favorites and I'm taking like lower spreads, although this is a decently large spread. Um, it's not 17 points like I took twice last year, last week. Um, <laughs> last year, geez. Uh, <laughs> so I, I feel like this is a relatively safe bet. This line's a little weird. I love Oklahoma State. I think I've pumped you're, them up. You're, yeah, you're on the Oklahoma State bandwagon. Don't make me question it, myself. No, their defense was a little weird in the opener. And I've not only have I pumped up Oklahoma State, I've like really think that um Arizona State is gonna be bad. So I'm I'm kind of with you here. I'm just a little slightly like not even buyer beware. I just need to see it. Um that being said, I like Georgia State plus seven and a half versus North Carolina. This is uh Paige, you know I like contrarian picks. Uh, Georgia State last week against South Carolina was actually winning in the third quarter, and then they allowed two blocked punts for touchdowns. Georgia State is good. This is like this is a no bullshit team. I know we're very high on North Carolina. They've got a quarterback. They just won a game in thrilling fashion. Georgia State again, like I'm a sprinkle money yeah, line. Seven this and is a half like, is a lot. Set, I, like Georgia State was in that game. The special teams, like I don't want to just skip over that. Like you got to fix that stuff. But that's another really interesting point spread that that really jumped out to me early on. Yeah. I also like that I just said that I wasn't taking large point spreads, and then I look at the the spreads that you went with, and then I just took Wake Forest minus 13 versus Vandy. But that's because Vandy is bad. And the Sam Hartman. Yeah. yeah, And we are the Sam Hartman podcast. So um, I have no problem with that. I think that's a really good play. I like Wake. Um, Vandy is better, though. Right? Like, Vandy does look better. Like, I know the bar is pretty low. low. Yeah. Vandy is better, but I, I have no issues with that. Um, All right. We don't want to make zero this... overreaction. Come on. Uh, no, that's true. Uh, why is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am going to take um, Iowa minus three and a half oh. versus Iowa State. Oh, yeah. Iowa has owned Iowa State since Matt Campbell has arrived. They've covered five of the last six times they've played. Um, they've won when a punt hit one of the Iowa State players in the ass. Like it literally hit off his ass and Iowa recovered. This is the 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 rivalry titled El Asico, college football Twitter. The this is Wibbly. It's um it is it's a bad game. Do not watch this game. The total in this game is 40. <laughs> Just check the 40. score. 40. Just check the score every now and but, then. But I like Iowa. We're, we're shitting all over Iowa this week. The offense is bad. Uh, they're going to get healthy against Iowa State. Don't watch this football game. It's bad. I will. I will watch this football game. Um, another, you know, yes. team that's going to get it bad is going to be Texas. So I'm taking Alabama minus 20 versus Texas because I think Saban's going to run up the score. He showed no mercy last week. I think there's no mercy at this point. Minus 20 you know is I, not a big spread for, for Alabama. Do you know what I realized, Paige? And mm-hmm. I, this has been a theme for locks of the week for like many years. I don't like betting on the biggest football games of the weekend. There's something about this well, game. Yeah, because you don't like to, you're I like, just, oh, that's kind of like, you're like, everybody's betting on that. I don't want to do well, that. Well, and it used to be a problem. Like, they'd be like, no, you got to pick, like, don't pick Georgia State. Well, pick, but it's kind of like, it. there's something about, like, because I do think Alabama's going to cover. Yes. Um, Do you know what it is? It's because people who don't actually watch a ton of college football bet those games because yes. they think they know those are the safer bets for them because they know they're not going to pick Georgia State. Like they're not they're not watching Georgia State play football and maybe don't know that they played a team close the, the week before. So I think that's maybe why is because you're trying to show that you're a true I, professional college I, football. It's watcher. weird. I really enjoy looking at the board, but it, it like it's not even that. I should be able to pick on a big football game, and I feel like a lot of times I just like ah, I don't know. I'm gonna back away. Um, so, but I agree with you on this one. I think it's gonna be a long day, long midday, very hot day for Texas. Um, last one, fun game. Uh, Texas Tech minus three versus Houston. Their starting quarterback is out, and they're still a three point favorite against a ranked Houston team. Donovan Smith, the backup, came in last week, played really well. Um, look, the offensive coordinator for Texas Tech, uh, our guy Bailey Zappi, um, he worked with him at Western Kentucky. This often, I think Texas Tech may be ranked at some point this year, hmm. 
and I think it's going to start very soon. I like Texas Tech even with their backup QB. The fact that this point spread didn't move with the backup was like, yes, sign me up. So there we are. I feel pretty good about this week. Are you feeling better about this week? Um, I'm hopeful. There you go. We're always hopeful. See, you know, I'm just trying not to get my my heart crushed again. So if Alabama doesn't cover, I'm going to be really pissed. That's the one I'll probably be the most pissed about. So let's just hope that that happens. If I win that one, it's fine. If not. Um, no, I agree with you. So uh, to wrap up our random things, I watched the Monte Teo doc. Oh. Um, God damn. Uh, wow. That's a lot to take in. Isn't it? Um, uh, I don't know. Monte Teo comes out of this, like his honesty and his willingness to open up. Yeah. And just everybody's willingness to open up, actually. I don't even want to, like everybody who was involved in this in whatever capacity, good, bad, or otherwise. It was compelling and kind of heartbreaking in so many reasons, truly. It's like, it is, it's sad because it just leaves you kind of like, yeah, like this happened. But I thought it was great and I thought really he was phenomenal. So I thought it was really, I really, really liked it. Yeah. I mean, it left me feeling like so bad and like a little guilty that all of us really didn't get this information when it happened, you know, and that he spent years really and continues to deal with this. Um, Random thing I do want to talk about is, so there's this new trend that people are discussing and it kind of goes along with the Manti Teo thing of like, what's your take on getting pictures with athletes and like making fun of them, like using it as like a shtick to make fun of them or their teammates. Um, I just find it, it sucks. Odd. I think it's just a shitty thing to do. Like I get make, I get, we all can make jokes and have humor, but I feel like sometimes we take it a little too far. Um, and I, well, I just my- feel so much more mindful about it now. Every, like, there's a lot of people out there. I've never been this way, by the way. And largely because we cover athletes, I've never, like, rarely starstruck when I see somebody randomly. I've never asked for someone to take a picture. Yeah. Just because it's kind of our way of life, truly. Um, no, that's not true. Uh, Daniel Falele, the Minnesota offensive lineman, because he was... Oh, yeah, because he's so uh, big. Four, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, seven feet tall. That was the only time. Um, okay, but outside of that, here's why. It will prevent that athlete or whomever from wanting to take a picture with someone who will cherish that photo. Yes. Like there are, whether it's a kid or a, a whomever doesn't even have to be a kid. You're seeing someone that you've like hadn't like thought about or enjoyed for some period of time. And if it's going to detract that athlete or celebrity from wanting to do that, or someone that could really use it. That would mean something to them. That sucks. Like, yeah. just don't do it. Like, come on. Like, yeah. I, I know pe- we, people don't care. The internet is the internet. But, like, it's just lame. That's it is. All. It's lame, and I feel like we should stop doing it. I agree with you. Um, it makes me sad. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Be um, nice. Um, I don't have much else other than I'm already tired, and <laughs> I do want to promote also one more thing, our game day upset. So, a reminder. Yes. We said this earlier. I want to make sure the instructions are clear on this because it was, we want to, this is new. So we partner with Municipal. Here's what you have to do. We're going to tweet at this over the weekend. Um, game day upset is the hashtag. Very easy to spell. I don't even have to spell it out. I'd probably butcher it. Pick <laughs> a team, an underdog, that you think is going to win outright and give us a score what the score is going to be. If that team wins, you could win free Municipal stuff. This thing, the shorts I'm wearing, so nice. Um... I'm going to be wearing more of it. You should win it. It's very easy to do. It literally yes. will take you 10 seconds. Like, and by the way, Paige, I was already scouting the card this week with who I, I think I'm going to start doing this in previous weeks, some like uh, Monday morning quarterbacking of who I would have picked for my, we can't win, Yes. but I want to, ha- I'm going to have some ghost submissions of who would be my pick for this and tell you how they do. Okay. I like that. Stanford. Nudge, nudge. You can't Just give say. them away. Well, I already said they were going to win. Georgia State, nudge, nudge again. Like, you know, it's not freebies. Stanford. No, Stanford. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we are. I think we, yeah, we, we got, we got, we got football. We got technical difficulties, brains not functioning, saying no, the wrong fine. names and teams. I think, you know what? We're just, we're, you can tell that week one did us in, but we're ready for week two. 
I am so excited. We'll be prepared. To watch these football games. All right, for Paige, I am Adam. We will talk to you guys next week. Thank you.